Hello, and welcome to a very special Roll for Topic. Um, today, we have a panel discussion set up for you about that thing that's on every GM's mind, running online games. Um, due to sort of the, you know, the nature of the world at large right now, we're all finding ourselves in this tricky position where we probably want to be gaming, but um, you can't really get near people right now um, for lots of good reasons. Um, so we wanted to get this, uh, you know, just a couple people together and kind of talk about how that's going and some tips and tricks and stuff. So. Um, I'm Chris Salzman. I'm Andy Rao. Uh, my name is Kyle. This is the sound of my voice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Murph. Hello. Hello. Thank you, everybody, for coming on. Yeah, so uh, I'll have a couple questions that we'll go through, and we'll kind of just we'll just kind of take it as it comes. But um, yeah, I don't think any of us are really experts at this, but um, we all sort of like are having to make it happen or want to make it happen and um, thought it would be useful to have this discussion kind of on air too. So yeah, maybe let's start off with uh, talking about like what your experiences are with running games online. So uh, Andy, why don't you start? Sure. Well, my experiment, my experience is pretty limited to be honest. Uh, mm-hmm. I have run the odd game online going all the way back to like the nineties, like just using text chat. But uh, I can't say it's something that's been a regular part of my gaming vocabulary. And I honestly find it a little intimidating, which is why I'm a little terrified that I have a couple of online games in the works as we speak. So <laughs> please, please give me good advice tonight, guys. I'm counting on you. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, begging you. Yeah. Stan, begging you. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. We can't promise it'll be good. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Murph? What have you done? Um, I've done a handful of online sessions in my life, um, either with everybody online or trying to do like the computer at the end of the table for the one person who can't be there in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I cannot say I've, uh, done it well ever. So <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping to, uh, improve on that quickly. Yeah. So we're really down to one person yeah. who's going to have to be the advice giver tonight. Uh, so, uh, Kyle, no pressure, but you're, you're an expert at this, right? Well, yes. Uh, good news. I feel like I've done it really well on several uh, occasions. Bad news. I have kind of a big head about myself. So oh, okay. I, I don't know how accurate this assumption that I've done it well is. Uh, but yeah, I do. I do have... Um, uh, I do have experience with it, doing it in, in multiple different ways with multiple different tools so we can kind of get into what, what does and doesn't work for me. Listeners, uh, if you have played in one of Kyle's online games, you can tweet at us what the experience was really like. <laughs> so, interesting note, I've played in a couple of Kyle's online on, <laughs> online sessions, and he's good. So, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, it went well. Um, yeah, and I've, so I've run a handful of things online, so including uh, Blades in the Dark, campaign that we did basically all it was all online mm-hmm. um andy and i did a one shot one time blades in the dark and then my D group is shifting over to online so we i just had my first session of that on wednesday um and it went pretty well uh you know there's always kind of technical <clears throat> issues but yeah it seemed to go okay so um yeah, so I, I think probably between us, we all have sort of a general notion of like how <laughs> how to do it, you know, so it's not a catastrophe, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, so I'm curious. Uh, I think like technology is sort of a big part of this. Um, so I'm curious, like, 
when you've run online games or when you're going to be running online games, um, what are you going to be trying to use? Like what, what tools are you going to be using and are you going to require, you know, webcams and microphones and things like that of players? Yes. Or like, what's your setup? Uh, I'm, I I like to, I like audio only personally. Um, (laughs) and I, I, I don't think that webcams actually help, uh, all that much, but also, I'm not, if you're running a pickup game, I think it would be a lot different. Like if you're, or if you have people you don't know super well, but if you're friends, I feel like it's, it's, it's especially now that um, people are going to be having like, you know, um, perhaps more people moving around in the background, like roommates yeah. or family or something <laughs> like that. Uh, webcam is kind of, a, kind of a big ask. Um that said, I do think that uh, kind of a collaborative uh, Canvas uh, app like like Roll Twenty. There's a lot of things I, I don't think work super well with Roll Twenty. Yeah. Um, but uh, we, Chris, we, you ran a, a game of, of Blades once, um, and I helped. I, I well, I, I it helped me to have the ability to like draw on the shared canvas that everybody mm-hmm. could see mm-hmm. uh, as kind of like, here's what, here's what I think this train looks like. Mm-hmm. And then, the, and then you could say, well, Oh no, this is more what was in my head. And that way we could keep track of where mm-hmm. we were in this train heist and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, but there's also another tool that I just used on um, Shellcon's uh, Twitch uh, uh, page, a couple of or Twitch cast, a couple of uh, nights ago, um, and she's a, or, or, or they are a, a, a previous uh, guest on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's called Agi IO, um, oh. A G G I E dot IO. And it's a collaborative, uh, painting application. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's basically like a really kind of like, uh, uh, more, a more accessible version of Photoshop. Mm. Um, and, uh, everybody can kind of draw on their own layer. And so if you wanted to do something like, uh, the quiet year or, uh, companion's tale or like anything at all that might require some kind of, um, collaborative drawing or map communication like that, that's, that would, that would be my first go-to if I didn't need all the bells and whistles of, of, uh, 5e spreadsheet thing. That's super good to hear. Cause so the, the session that did on Wednesday, we did over Zoom, and Zoom has an annotate feature. Mm. So I had started a hand-drawn map for the, you know, like in the last session that we had. So then what I did is I took a picture of it, put it up on my screen, shared my screen, and then everybody was annotating on top of it. Uh-huh. Um, and this was mm-hmm. just the most ridiculous way to get to the point of like us being able to draw <laughs> on, the same, <laughs> yeah. on the same thing. Um, and and yeah, was like, it worth it? Did it work? Yes. No, it was super worth it. Um, and then, you know, like, so it was, you know, it was fun too, but like, it was really worth it because I think when you are not sitting around a table, um, you, you miss out on being able to sort of point spatially to stuff mm-hmm. and to explain things with your hands a bit more and, to, you know, like just be like, Oh, and it's, you know, it's here and you're over here and you're over here, all those sorts of things. Um, so if you don't have a shared space where you can just kind of quickly draw things out, it just becomes this game of telephone, you know, where you're trying to like, yeah. yeah. Get everyone on the same page. Yeah, I, I ran a session of Blades earlier this week just for like proof of concept and mm-hmm. yeah, make sure that my group could all get online and do it. So, yeah, we use Google Meet and all of the 
anything that needed to be drawn um, was just me drawing on index index cards and holding them <laughs> up to the camera so folks could see them yeah. um, and everybody like rolling their own physical dice on their own end and <laughs> trusting in the results. So, um, I mean, I'll say I do like being able to see people's faces and not just hear them and just like whether it's yeah, for knowing who's paying attention and getting a read at the table or um, just like the, the body language of who's talking next. I think it helps for folks to be able to see each other. Um, so I'm, I'm planning to run a Pathfinder session tomorrow by Roll20 and see. Um, I haven't used Roll20 in several years, so I've, okay. I've heard many things about it in the last week. Uh, most of them <laughs> negative. So uh, we'll see how it goes. But It's amazing what, when it works, but go ahead. What, what sort of... What sort of assets are you bringing to that Pathfinder game? Because Pathfinder is a game that at least can lend itself to very tactical encounters and situations where maps and grids are very right. useful. Is that the sort of game you plan to run? And if so, I mean, are you prepping maps in advance? Uh, are you just going to sketch stuff on the fly? What, what's going through your mind as you prep for that? Yeah, so for that, I'm... Um... I think the last time I was on the, the podcast, we talked about maps and minis and my, my love of such things relative to some of your, your other uh, guests. But um, <laughs> So I am uh, running or going to try Rise of the Rune Lords, which is one of the published adventure yeah. ads out of Paizo um, and one that's been around for a while, which people have uh, generated a lot of those assets for, um, whether it's the maps or the tokens or whatnot. And a lot of like... Uh, very step by step, like here's how you use this map in in Roll Twenty. Just drag and drop, and type in these numbers for the scaling, and everything mm. works out well. So, uh, I'm I'm standing on the shoulders of giants, and yeah. um, uh, hoping that uh, the ground is well trodden enough that <laughs> all those assets are there for me, and it's relatively um, low pain um, mm-hmm. versus trying to generate it myself. Well, it is. A, it's a great idea, you know, when you to be running something that mm-hmm. so many people have experienced running over the last mm-hmm. couple of years. Because yeah, you're yeah. going to have that library of advice and tools and maps and stuff online. That's a that's mm-hmm. going to be helpful. I think that's this is the biggest question I have as I am getting ready to run an online D and D game, uh, and I my instinct is to keep it simple and just voice or video chat and not try to mess with any sort of map making tool because. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Those things just have a way of 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 complicating the situation <laughs> yeah. without giving you a lot of uh, benefit out of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do think it. I do really think it would be useful to have some sort of mapping tool mm-hmm. that's not just me mm-hmm. uh, sketching on a paper and holding it up. Although it's right. maybe it sounds like you guys have used that strategy too, and it works alright. Yeah. Seems to work. Someone shared a there's like a, a low like a low tech um, document camera that someone put together, which is basically just like mm-hmm. you put a, a phone on a bunch of books, right, and like kind of hold it out over the top of your desk. So you have you know the phone camera facing down, and then you basically have a document camera. So then you can be yeah. sketching just on your table, yeah, like that. Um, you know, especially if you don't feel like you have kind of the, the mouse skills, right. To, to be drawing in one of those apps. Um, cause I know I certainly mm-hmm. don't. <laughs> yeah. It's hard but, to draw straight lines if you don't have experience. Uh, yes. Yeah. Y- yeah. Um, but I want, so I wanted to bring up something. So Kyle, you had mentioned this in a chat beforehand, um, about the thought of not trying to play something that's more tactical, 
um, when yes. you're doing online games, right? So why don't you, I will now give you your opportunity to go on your rant. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, as everybody's, I, I, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are going to want to kind of cling to this sense of normalcy. And it's like, Oh, I don't have to give up my regular D and D group. That's been meeting for a long time. And I think that that's really important. And, and it, it, but also, like, if, uh, if, you're starting, if you're starting a group for the first time or if you're just trying to figure out, like, how to even do something online for the first time, if you're, you know, if, if you're already, like, a new GM and you also now have to <laughs> yeah. be an online GM at the same time, like, maybe, maybe try out something that, that's like, like, uh, like Honey Heist or mm-hmm. Lasers and Feelings or Lady Blackbird or the skeletons or, you know, like there's all kinds of other, other things to go to, to try. Um, so you can just figure out like, what's the rhythm, what's the language, what does this feel like to do collaborative storytelling um, that you are also not having to solve like, you know, a billion little tactical details and like, mm-hmm. cause like, you know, mm-hmm. hey, <clears throat> everything that you read in 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 fifth edition or pathfinder is designed it's clearly designed to be played on a specific mm-hmm. map with you know with representational you know figs and 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 grids and all this kind of stuff and it's just like i i don't know i i could see that i could see that being really frustrating um and and when when i think what people uh it's 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 it, it, if you can if you can just take one of these like micro rpgs that exists on like in a zine or on one page or something like that give that a shot and then and then you'll have problem solved a lot of like the basics and figured out if this is something you know just to kind of decharge the the uh the the possible tension of like okay so we have to we have to hit hit this you know and and this has to be just like weekly D D. Yeah. Uh, it has to be just as good and we're continuing the campaign but now it all has to happen on roll 20 it's like yeah. oh my god yeah. yeah a thing that i ran into almost immediately with the session that i just ran was realizing how much i rely on my gm screen as sort of a tool for mm-hmm. for managing mm-hmm. the state of play so all of a sudden i was like oh no i don't have my initiative tense and i was like yeah. lost people were telling me what they were rolling for initiative i'm like uh uh, uh like, like wait i have to quickly make you know so i i on my table i'm moving my keyboard and setting up like little tents and stuff like it's i don't know it, it just it, it got weird fast but it's like you're exactly right like you have all these technical problems that you're trying to solve that are just not fun <laughs> to do well, you know, you have four or six people kind of waiting for you on video chat, like to, to figure out, I don't know. Yeah. Like how to fold, fold a note card appropriately on your desk. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I, also uh, re- real quick, cause you did mention mm-hmm. this thing about not being able to draw with a mouse that, yeah. um, that, uh, Aggie IO, uh, thing that I mentioned does work on mobile. So if you do Ooh. have, if you do have an iPad or a tablet oh. or, or an iPhone, even, um, that, that, that might still be, uh, an option for you. But anyway, I, I just yeah. wanted to say that before I forgot. Yeah. What were you going to say, Murph? As I say, are you telling me that you don't just set up your your GM screen on your keyboard every time you play? <laughs> I like for the, I had a the moment where I was like, running a game. I should do this, and then yeah. I I don't know. I probably should have, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I wanted to mention that my so I have a middle school daughter who like 
uh, many kids out there is uh, if their her schooling has transitioned to online. And so she does a couple hours of schoolwork during the day. But in the last two weeks, she has started GMing for the first time. Oh. And it has been solely in an online format with a bunch of her classmates through oh, their online video tool. It has been wonderful to see. And it's been a little amazing to me. I, I keep asking her things like, well, because they just they just do chat. It's all theater of the mind. There's no no mapping or anything like that. And I keep asking her, you know, do you miss? Do you need a map? You know, how do you guys know where the combat is? And she's like, it's it's fine. It's it's more fun this way, Dad. Jeez. Like, okay. So maybe this is an opportunity as we are all uh, learning more about uh, moving more of our uh, online life, including our gaming life, online to maybe think about what do I actually need in my mm-hmm. game sessions? And maybe I don't need all the miniatures and maybe I don't need the dungeon master screen or the table, the initiative tents. Although Chris, it seems like you do need the tents. Oh, I have so many crutches. <laughs> yeah, right. So many crutches. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, I actually uh, had um, uh, little table tents for my um, players in the Blades in the Dark game where mm-hmm. yeah, just little index cards folded in half with the character names on them and one hung over each side of the top of my laptop screen and one <laughs> down by their each corner in the bottom sitting on the keyboard so I could remember all the character names for these four people in their, their Brady bunch grid. (laughs) Yes, that's nice. So still using those um, physical props as GM tools, even if nobody else playing could see them. So uh, I have a a different question and that is, so uh, a couple of months ago I ran a game as part of this podcast online and it was just a short two hour online session. And I, I realized while running that game that it's very it's it's very it's harder for me to read the table as you say mm-hmm. online even though we had video chat up and it made me as a GM feel much more awkward than I do in person mm. because there's always there's a slight lag between when you say something and when people respond mm-hmm. and it it introduces this kind of um disjointedness to the interaction and the banter that you're used to and it sometimes made it feel for me as a GM like people weren't paying attention or they weren't engaged when I don't think that was the case. Mm-hmm. How do you guys read the table and how do you kind of account for that fact that just <clears throat> chatting on or video chat is different than being at the table in person? Kyle, I, mean, I, I want to hear your answer because yeah. you don't do video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's the thing. I, I actually think it's easier over audio uh, because because that's one of the things is oftentimes people's audio is coming through fine, but the video is desync de- mm. is is desynced from the audio, so you'll hear what people are saying before you see them, and so you're getting like all this all this extra feedback, and I feel like just treating it like an audio call um, with some other mm. with some other you know way mm. of of you know conjuring that that togetherness mm. and that presence through it like a shared canvas or something. Mm-hmm. Um, or or a shared app or something like I I think it's better and it's easier to read those cues and it's also easier I think to be casual because mm-hmm. people when they're people make facial expressions that they never make when mm-hmm. when they're not in front of a camera and it's like <laughs> I feel you know it's just like it's just that level of like observation and yeah. uh, is is different. Um, uh, even yeah, it's, so so I, I find it less distracting, 
And oftentimes when I'm when I, even when I'm talking on this 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 video call right here, when I'm talking, I'm not looking at you guys. I'm not looking at you know um, because it's like I, I you know I I I feel like I I I'm getting I'm getting enough through the audio cues. Um, mm. But again, I you know I. I I could be completely wrong about it, but it sets me at ease, and that's yeah. what I care about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's interesting you mentioned that because so we're all doing a lot more like you know Zoom Zoom calls and stuff for work these days. I found myself um, like it's like I'm an actor in the theater, so I'm like kind of playing to the back of the seats a lot. So when I'm reacting with my face, I find myself reacting like much bigger. Cause it's like, I know I'm in a tiny postage stamp size thing on someone's laptop. So they need to see if I'm like, Oh, that's hilarious. Or like, I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> right. So it's just like this very maudlin, like acting going on over on my end. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kyle just threw up an emoji on the screen. <laughs> it's like, what does that even mean? <laughs> right. You know, so they, for me, right, like what, video is helpful, you know, so I can kind of read people's facial expressions and stuff. But like what you were saying, Andy, right, like sometimes the audio just sort of cuts out or you're not getting any of that kind of that, you know, crosstalk happening at the table or something or the, the mics are ducking mm -hmm. out and stuff like that. And you're just like, well, wait, OK, does everybody just like not understand, you know, what's going, you know, what's going on um, the way that I've found to handle that is just to sort of trust that it is working or that someone will speak up and just charge on ahead. Um, mm -hmm. I also tend to only play with people that have pretty good internet connections because we're all a bunch of, you know, tech worker nerds. So it's <laughs> mm, yep. right. So like some latency and stuff like that is just sort of not a problem, um, which is a, a weird privilege to have, I guess. But Yeah, yeah I think... Um... Yeah, one thing I noticed in my uh, Blades game was, yeah, at some point the host figured out that they could turn on uh, closed captioning, like mm. automatic closed captioning for the the game, and oh, then ensued just like a a five minute um, uh, interlude of people playing with the closed captioning and trying to figure out what they could make it say. And so, yeah, yeah you you mentioned Kyle throwing up uh, emojis on screen. Like, I think there's a certain uh, that what your tool is and how many distractions it provides. It's like a, a whole new way of stacking dice at the table um, yes. when you're not actually sitting at the same physical table with somebody else. Yeah. So uh, like that's, <laughs> you're a, on your that's Twitter a challenge machine. to navigate. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And that, and that kind of also uh, kind of gets back to like blades, I think does, does like, blades does not have like a hard coded initiative in it. If I remember right. correctly. Yeah. So, so that it's like, you know, I, I think it's a lot switching, for instance, to a game that doesn't have like a hard initiative order where that downtime at the table is now even more difficult to like maintain that focus, especially during like a long combat. Uh, I, I think that maybe experimenting with a game that isn't that that where you could you could interject uh, what you want to do in the game at any point um, right. seems like a slightly better fit, but mm -hmm. just... right. Well, and, and the other side of that being as the, the GM very actively managing, like Andy, what are you doing right now? Yeah. Chris, what are you doing right now? And making sure that you're paying attention to who's, who's mm -hmm. kind of zoning out or who hasn't talked in a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you guys find that uh, in an online game that do you put more reliance on the players to keep track of their character and what they're 
stats and situation is, or do you manage all of that yourself as a GM? I've, I've fully abdicated character tracking to the players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With online stuff. Yeah. I, uh, players were asking me if they should send their character sheets to me. I'm like, I don't, you can if it makes you feel better but like i have no way of processing that information right because i'm also trying to process like yeah doing a video chat and you know Uh figuring out where to put all my papers on my desk and stuff right it might be different you know if i was like doing this all the time right so talk to me in two months and maybe i'll have like a war station set up like (laughs) yeah but so what does you guys's setup look like when you are jamming and i'm talking about like equipment, like do you have two monitors? What what software is running on your screen? Like what what does your ideal setup look like when you are running an online game? Kyle, you just dial into a party line. Is that on your <laughs> no? So uh, I so I I I like having. Um... Uh, I like having two screens open. Um, I like having the rules available uh, if I if I need it, uh, but also like character information, uh, map canvas, like in, anything like that. Um, I've run I've run games on on a, a Google spreadsheet before, so just like having mm-hmm. the map drawn out on like colored cells, and uh, and wow. so like having multiple tabs like that open. Uh, I've mm-hmm. done play by post on Slack, uh, which play by posts just mm-hmm. has never worked for me ever. <laughs> uh, I'll just I'll just throw that yeah. out there. I know some people swear by it, but it's a it's a very different experience. Um, but yeah, I like and then I'll, I will also have like a physical scratch pad just to keep track of um, of monster hit points and, and things like that. Um, although I think it's it's easier. I've I've switched now to um, keeping track of hit points with basically like wounds, like a number of hits. Like people will tell me it's like, I did this much damage and I'm like, sure. And I just write a big check in the box. They have like five boxes. I have to check. (laughs) You totally did that much damage. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I am keeping track of that. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, so, uh, so like just, just trying to figure out like, but but always I do always have like a physical pad next to me so I can jot down notes if somebody says something that's like ooh actually that's a great hook for something to follow up on in the future or something like that I yeah. have that available so people people don't get this situation where they say something and suddenly they just hear like whatever they just said yeah but yeah so that's that's kind of that's that's my setup. Murph, what is your setup going to look like for your Pathfinder game? Um, I mean, I'm doing Roll20, so I'm expecting to have, I'll have, I have two monitors, so I'll probably have one for just the Roll20 interface, and then one for, since it's um, since we're trying Pathfinder 2 for the first time, um, nice. yeah, I'll probably just have the, uh, uh, the online rules reference pulled up so I can walk people through it while we do character creation and um, yeah I am very uh, pencil and paper dependent in everyday life so I too like to have something available to scratch notes on at all times um, so we'll see how it goes but it'll be uh, a work in progress I think <laughs> yeah. does anybody run or, or have you run games without a desktop computer, like with a tablet or just a phone or something like that? 
I feel like Kyle, you could you could maybe get away with this if you're doing the audio stuff and maybe a a little bit better than if than someone who is relying on something like Roll Twenty. Uh, it's different yeah. bells and whistles. Uh, yeah, I well, so, like so. Sometimes what I'll do is I will have if I'm doing just audio, um, I'll I'll run the audio off of my phone. So if my internet conks out, it will just go to, you know, it, it'll just, so I won't completely drop everything. Um, <laughs> that just seems to be a little bit more reliable. Uh, but I still like to have all of my information. And even when I play at the table, I, I have my laptop with all my tabs open and everything. So. Yeah. That's really making me wonder. I, I use a desktop mostly. And since we do this podcast, I have a too complicated audio and video setup <laughs> already. Um, but yeah, so that, that seems to w- work pretty well. Um, but yeah, it, your, your question just made me think about like, if there was a game that you could play that's really more oriented towards like say everybody on their cell phone doing, you know, calling in to something and then walking around, right? And like, if you could do something that is like really specifically like we're not in front of a computer, but we're doing, you know, an audio call. Hmm. Like that, um, you know, because it seems like, you know, a lot of the conversation that we're having, a lot of the conversations that are happening sort of around shifting to online play are how do I take my existing game and how do I play it online? Yeah. Right? Rather than saying like, OK, well, we can't see each other. What are the sorts of games that could work well or what are new games that we could invent that could work really well um, in this kind of this strange time uh-huh. too? Um, you know, that's kind of a question probably for like actual game makers <laughs> more than yeah. anything, but yeah, it's got, my, uh, got my brain going a little bit. So, yeah. uh, a different question then, mm-hmm. uh, how do you guys, how do you guys approach the challenge of, uh, player distractions? Um, I personally find it difficult when I'm staring at a computer screen, even when I am engaged with what I'm doing as I am right now with this podcast, the temptation to like click a window over and check my email or, you know, I'm not doing that right now. Just let me assure okay. you. But uh, so how do you deal with the new kinds of distractions that being on a computer or digital environment add that weren't there in face to face where you can just shame people with a look? <laughs> Your players actually respond to shaming looks? Yeah. Not yet, but I like to think that one day. One day, yeah. Uh, well, so, so is that a problem player... or is that just, or maybe that's not a problem for you guys? So. No, I think it's a problem. I mean, well, problem, it's different, right? So one of my players uh, figured out how to use um, Snapchat filters in Zoom during our game. So all of a sudden his face turned into a, a giant talking frog instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was it was really funny. It was also very distracting, but it was really funny. <laughs> and I had this moment where I was like, oh, well, we need to be taking this seriously. Right. And it's like, no, we're playing a game. <laughs> like, yeah. Funny that he found out like how to do that. And, like we should all just take an hour to do that. <laughs> <instead>. <laughs> I feel Get like that could be a really everyone. interesting DMing tool. Honestly, like that was, yeah. that was where my head went immediately. It was just like, Oh, yeah. oh dang. Right. Just turn it into your NPCs all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's super cool, yeah. And I I'm positive, right? We were a week away from someone coming up with like, yeah, a D and D plugin, yeah, for it. But, yeah, uh, but I don't know, I, like, but distractions, right? So other distractions, I think they're just going to happen, right? And it's just going to be sort of the nature of it. And like, I don't, I don't really like to enforce a lot of rules, um, like meta rules, at the table. So. I think I think in. So we, I've, I've done a couple of virtual space building um, exercises recently. 
So we had a virtual Pictionary night with um, a bunch of uh, with a bunch of folks, and then we're we're, we're doing a, a, a digital um, dinner party tomorrow. So just like what we did was we created a a um, uh, a PDF with like a statement of principles, and it's just mm-hmm. like, hey, here's here's kind of what we're expecting out of this. And so, and just, and then at the beginning, especially of the, we're probably not going to do it for the dinner because it is a much more casual thing. But with the, um, with the game, uh, at the very beginning, we took turns reading those principles aloud. Uh, so, so that way it was just kind of like a way of building that space and building that connection. And so like, you know, and, and making people aware of turn taking and things like that. Um, just like really simple things, but, but, uh, but yeah, so I think that that can be part of it. And it's like, it, it, that might be difficult to introduce into an existing group, but Mm -hmm. also I, again, I would say like anything you can do to find a way to laugh it off and to keep it casual, um, and to kind of respond to the humanity and, uh, and, and cut down the tension of like feeling like you have to play D and D correctly online, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's yeah. just, you're adding so much tension. Um, so yeah, just kind of like, so like, Hey, are you, you know, and just check in like, Hey, is everybody is, 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 is this working for, for folks? Is anybody mm-hmm. feeling distracted? Do we need to take a break? Like, that's another thing. It's just like, you know, do a, like a five minute email break or something like that. Yeah. Like <laughs> there's, there's ways, there's, there's ways to acknowledge that and kind of like own, that that distraction is going to happen and, and uh, without allowing it to like, yeah, r- ruin the super serious, you know, uh, game, game of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> it is serious business. So it, it just, serious. you know, no one ever forget that this is serious. Business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm joking. It's not serious at all. <laughs> but there is, but there is that, I mean, I think there's a lot in the, in the play culture um, to make it serious or performative or like there's, there's a lot of interesting messages coming and, and, and interesting, uh, expectations, um, that are, that are kind of like circling around. And so, yeah, I think it's a very natural question to ask is just like, uh, you know, how do we get people? And I think, you know, it, it's the, the, the question might, might sound silly. It's just, how do I get people to take online role-playing seriously when what you're really asking is how how do i make my how do i make my friends feel as connected as we used to feel and i think that's Mm -hmm. that's uh that's a better way of phrasing that question and kind of like attacking the actual vulnerability of it yeah oh get yourself a group that can answer that seriously right Mm. (laughs) like (laughs) yeah yeah, we had yeah, a really nice moment where we all sort of like checked in with each other. Um, yeah, during the last session, and like like you're saying, that kind of acknowledging that humanity. It's not like, okay, is everybody here? Okay, let's go. Like, what's your you know role initiative right away? It's like that's I don't know. Like, we're all using software that we're using for work right now, right? And so that's that's rough enough. <laughs> so we might as well take a moment to sort of break um, break that magic <laughs> of yeah. the work productivity yeah. software. <laughs> Yeah, I think all of my all of my players are people who I am friends with in real life for years and years. So it's like the game is a reason to hang out together. It's not that we're hanging out together because of the game necessarily. So yeah, um, yeah it's 
it it uh it definitely skews that way towards like yes we're hanging out and if what's making that hangout worthwhile is not the game then we'll just do that for a while and mm-hmm. then come back yeah. to the game when we're all ready for it so, mm-hmm. yeah would any of you play a game with with just like total strangers right so i mean in real life right sometimes you're you play with people that you, you haven't met before but i feel like with online it's it, it feels a little bit like you're inviting people into a, a slightly more intimate setting so like would mm-hmm. you would you play like are you interested in just being like Hey, anybody wants to play? Let's you know throw our, throw a group together. I'm I'm thinking about it. Um, okay. Yeah, I I it does seem intimidating, and I would rather play with people that I know. Um, but also, it's like, yeah, no, I'm I I am thinking about it, uh, and I know that there are communities like that. There's find a game applications on. Um, on roll 20 uh there's a wonderful discord for um swords without master which uh mm. i have i have not yet played but i really want to play and they have uh sunday pickup games mm. um so that's something i'm really really looking into and then also um uh there's the gauntlet community um they have uh, so Patreon subscribers get like first dibs on scheduling, um, but it is uh, that that is there are like open online tables um, hmm. for the so there are places to go for that kind of stuff. And I've been looking into it because I'm curious about it, but also yeah, it, it does seem like quite quite a big ask. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm open to it, but it's really not something that would excite me too much. I, I think building off of something Murph said earlier. You know, when I want to play a game, it's it's not that I want to play Band of Blades or whatever. It's I want to play Band of Blades with my friends. And, right. Yeah. You know, for sure. I want I want to hang out with my friends, and it seems like Band of Blades would be a really rewarding thing for us to do as a social act. So, uh, you know, but then again, I've played in games at conventions with total strangers, and some of them were very fun, and a few of them were fiascos but uh <laughs> yeah so i don't know i have a feeling just from the looks of it uh and planning my D game it's looking like a couple of people might be in the game that i don't really know have any real life real world connection to so yeah i mean it, i guess it'll be a challenge but yeah. yeah kyle brought up play by post a little while ago and i've i've done some years as a player in play by post games that yeah i never at any point knew any of the other people in real life. Mm. Um, I mean, it's an entirely different creature where, um, you know, you spend 10 minutes typing every day for a year, as opposed to a couple of hours sitting down every week or two at the table with folks. So, um, you know, the type of game that you get and the type of interaction is very different. Um, and it is something that's, uh, maybe a little more at arm's length and so doesn't necessarily have the uh the intimacy of inviting somebody by webcam into your house uh, <laughs> who you don't know um i think for in-person games i have enough of my friends who do play that uh i'm not at a loss for players to the point where i would would have to go looking for folks to put together a game mm. so yeah i'm going to start playing in a play by post well, kind of a play-by-post game <laughs> that uh, a mutual kind of friend of ours is is going to put on. It's called, I think it's Lexicon is the game. Mm-hmm. 
but the whole idea is you are a bunch of sort of academics who are writing these articles and stuff um you know articles and stuff about like something that you care about but we're going to organize it within a wiki um which is kind of interesting right so we're going to kind of make our own wiki of all these different things that are going to cross-reference each other and stuff and so that's it sounds really fun and it seems like it's really oriented towards hey you're going to be kind of writing what's a good format for that you know kind of thinking through some of those things um yeah so i'm excited for that to get going because i think it'll be nice to have sort of creative outlet like that to write um and then at work one of my co-workers is running a play-by-post of honey heist on fridays <laughs> um so we did the the first sort of session right so he's just kind of like in the afternoon he kind of posts the situation and we all tell him what we want to do and then he writes another big write-up and mm-hmm. we go from there um so he posted like the first thing of like hey here's here's the situation and the very first action from the very first player was i pick up a car and throw it through the window right <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's no planning there was no metagaming within the group it was just like bam right away like you know, total chaos. And then yeah. we all proceeded to do different things too. So it's like you split the party, total chaos and all that. Um, so that's great. And it's also a major investment for him to write up sort of the situation and track it, like who's doing what and like have the state of the game and things like that, which he enjoys doing. So it, it's fine. But um, yeah, it's, it's a very different style of game. Um, I don't know if I'd prefer it, but it's, <laughs> it's fun. There's, um there's, there's this one play by post game that's that's really interesting because it's almost like solo player, but it's called the Sundered Lands. And <laughs> you so you describe what you're doing and then you ask the audience a yes or no question. And the first person who posts the answer to that question is the result of the answer that you've asked. Uh, yeah, so it's like it's it's it is very free form and it uses kind of the 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 asynchronous aspect of it as a as a random chance generator, which is uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, and I wrote a um, I wrote a I wrote a, an epistolary uh, 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 Lovecraft game called uh, Pen, Pen Pals versus the Star Spawn. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I posted it like only on Mastodon back in the day when everybody was trying to figure out if that was yeah. going to be a thing. Um, and it still is for some people, but not for me. Uh, yeah. But every once in a while, I still get people making comments on that Google Doc. And I'm like, I need to dust this off and take a look at <laughs> some of these suggestions that I've amassed over the years and get that out there. But yeah, the, the, there's there's like, you know, there's a lot of a lot of like uh like Dracula and and Lovecraft and some some of that some of that turn of the century horror stuff um, is like found document mm-hmm. format mm-hmm. in the first place. So finding a way to kind of embrace the format um, might be a way to uh, to really to really make that play by posts sing. Yeah. Um, well, we are coming up on our, our time allotted for this conversation. So b- before we say goodbye, though, does anyone have any? Like last bits of advice for, hey, you're going to be running a game. Here's here's the one one or two things I really wish I had known before I started doing this. I don't think I figured those out yet. Okay. <laughs> I'll report back in a month. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, the the thing I am trying to tell myself is to start, is to keep it simple and then add stuff later if it seems like it will be useful rather than 
make everybody create accounts and master the interface of Roll20 and also master the interface of D&D Beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I'm just looking, what, what's the simplest way we can get this done in a satisfactory way and do justice to the game? So I don't know. That's the advice I'm giving myself. Uh, I'll let you know in a few weeks if it was good advice or not. But uh, yeah. I don't think you can go wrong kind of keeping it simple, especially if you're nervous about the format. Uh, 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 p- p- play a game with people you, you're excited about, and and uh, yeah, if your if your players are having fun, you're a good GM, right? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! You're not you're not allowed. I feel to like say I've that. heard that before. <laughs> uh, I got sniped. <laughs> so, um, the, not to derail a little bit, but um, could could people share? Are there some? Are there some online, like streamed games that people could go watch that you think demonstrate really good online gaming, like etiquette and and systems? Maybe not. No, because uh, because because if you're not in the game, it's actually really boring uh, unless yeah. it's been edited for yeah. for for performance. Yeah. So yeah, I I don't think so. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah I've I've tried a lot of those and they just kind of bounce off me. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think if I had more like just general free time, maybe I'd be really into it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, the only ones that I do are kind of podcasts and stuff, which I think a lot of those end up actually being kind of virtual anyway, right? But you're yeah. only getting the, the audio audio part yeah. of it. All right. Well, did anyone else had any, um, I guess, parting advice? I, I think we sort of derailed there, but um, yeah. Well, since Murph, we're Chris, completely, anything, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so since since we're so totally derailed already, I want to oh. throw out the idea: if you can't get a game together, there are actually plenty of solo RPGs, mm-hmm. like journaling RPGs, that are are really worth your time um, to to look at. So yeah, just just. There's a whole world of, of things that you can do by yourself and you don't have to worry about technology or scheduling or anything <laughs> like that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, try that out because some of them are magnificent. Yeah, that's a good thought because yeah. the two things I was going to mention are technology and scheduling. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah give yourself uh mm-hmm. give yourself 15 minutes at least at the beginning of the session just to deal with you know technical shenanigans i mean i know just from doing this podcast despite doing 30 some episodes or something there's always something that comes up that we just have to 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 work through so make sure you're you're kind of budgeting some time there and then also with scheduling like you're already as a gm probably a little bit of a, like a project manager already in terms of scheduling and it's only going to get a little bit harder if you're trying to do online <laughs> so being really clear with people about start and end times and you know where you're going to be meeting and all that and uh, just get ready to repeat yourself because everybody's going to ask the same questions even though if you tell everybody they're all going to ask it individually and they're going to forget or they're going to, you know, go to the, you know, forget the day and <laughs> just all sorts of stuff, <laughs> but that's okay. Cause, uh, you know, again, it's, it's all for fun. So. Chris, yeah. now uh, our listeners can't perceive this, but I can see Chris's video as he said that. And Chris, you just looked really tired while you were giving that <laughs> last bit of advice. You just, you looked I'm... very world weary for, for a couple of moments. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a couple now weeks. Now he's got a soft focus. So. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's wrap there. Um, you can all diagnose me um, off air <laughs> if you want. But yeah. Well, thank you. Um, thank you so much for coming on and talking about this. This was a, a good thing to talk about, and we're all going to be talking about it more <laughs> in the future. But yeah. Um, yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, so this has been Roll for Topic. And remember, if your players are having fun, you're a great GM. I heard that before. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Oh.